listening to the Global Edge Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, of the International Business Center in the Eli Broad College of Business at Michigan State University. Today, we're speaking with Maureen Lyon. Maureen is a global business professional and has lived around the world, but she spent a large part of her career here in West Michigan. She currently works for Domatic, which creates automated solutions for manufacturing, warehouse, and distribution environments. So welcome, Maureen. Thanks, Jade. Um, thanks for having me. So let's start with, could you talk a little bit about just how you got involved in international business? Sure. Um, when I stop and think about it, I guess I've always been interested in learning about other cultures. And when I think back, it was really that curiosity and love of other cultures that led me down a path to a career in international business. You know, in college, I had studied political science, but I found I took a lot of international relations and foreign policy classes. Uh, when I was a junior, I was able to study in London and had the opportunity to backpack across Europe and parts of the Middle East. And I think it was that experience that really gave me the bug, um, not so much just for the travel, although I really enjoyed that, but mainly because of just meeting people from all over the world and the challenges you face when you are in a foreign environment. You know, I know a lot of people find that extremely frustrating, but I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed figuring it out. Um, and then that led to me going to get my MBA in international business, which eventually led to my first job, which was as a regional account manager for the Asia Pacific market. Fantastic. So um, what does your current company, Domatic, what do they do here in Michigan? Okay. Uh, well, Domatic in general, we're an engineering company. We design, build, and install automated systems in both the production and distribution environments. So basically, we work with companies and we automate and increase the efficiency in their manufacturing facility, their factory, and also their warehousing and distribution centers. Um, here in Holland, Michigan, we have a, a plant. And what we do there is that is where we build our AGVs, our automated guided vehicles. And what they are, they're fully autonomous robots that move and transport items in production warehouse and distribution centers without any manual intervention or permanent conveying systems. So a company doesn't have to invest a lot in setting up conveyor and all this other equipment that goes with the conveyor. Um, they're able to, to program these automated guide, guided vehicles uh, to do the work themselves. And a lot of times it's, you know, it increases the safety. You don't have people moving heavy things. Um, uh, and it's, they're, they're entirely autonomous. So, you know, they can work around the clock. They do need to be charged, but um, so it really increases the overall efficiency of a warehouse. Very cool. Um, I think this is kind of a common theme here across the state, right? Where we, um, we tend to make things that make things or make things that make uh, manufacturing possible, right? And I understand from you too, that your company has even been able to create more jobs locally this year, even though, you know, we've had all of this uncertainty and have, have faced a lot of struggles. Yes. Um, the demand for automated factories and warehouses was growing before COVID. Um, but as bad as COVID has been, um, since COVID has happened, and with the surge of online shopping, 
it has increased the demand um, for automation even more. The e-commerce has evolved at a much faster rate. I mean, we're talking, it has evolved in maturity in years in roughly 10 months. Um, there's a lot of people who did not shop online or maybe only shopped online for certain things. And because of COVID, they ended up trying it and they realized they like it. You know, they might've been intimidated before, but they realize how easy and convenient it is. Um, and they're not going back. Um, companies are finding that it's necessary to automate their distribution centers to meet that demand. You know, they're not shipping large trucks to storefronts anymore. Excellent. Yeah. Um, as you said, I don't think they are going back. And it's you, we can look at the success of Amazon itself over the last year um, as a good indicator of, of that growth that there was so much potential we didn't even realize. And I think there's a lot left um, left on the table. Yes. Yeah. And, and we have, you know, not only do we have a um, manufacturing facility here in West Michigan, we have some pretty big customers also. Um, we've partnered, partnered with Meyer to introduce a solution specifically for the food and beverage industry. And we also created and implemented the Amazon Fulfillment Center located in Caledonia. So, um, you know, we've, we've had the opportunity to work with, you know, customers right here in West Michigan. And that's, that's always fun to go to the site and work with the, the different people here locally. Fantastic. So going from local uh, back across the globe, um, you've lived in China and you've really worked in Asia for a large part of your career as well. So let me ask you how you see our relationship and the business opportunities as well um, with that region of the world as we progress into 2021. Well, I believe the change in administration will help our trade relationship in general with China and the other countries in Asia. But I think also given COVID and the current domestic challenges we see, I don't think we're going to see any real change happen right away or maybe as quickly as a lot of people hope or expect. You know, trade policy, especially with China, is complicated, but I think being willing to come to the table to discuss it is a great first step. And I think the, the new administration is giving a lot of signals, um, you know, that they are open and they want to talk and, you know, trade is definitely a priority. I, I do think, though, with the current domestic challenges, um, it may take a little longer than maybe a lot of us hope for. Um, you know, and with China in particular, um, you know, there are some definite challenges there. It's not a matter, um, you know, of opening the door. And, you know, there is still, I, I feel there is some tough negotiation that still needs to go on. I do believe, though, I, and, you know, you and I went to the same graduate school. So um, there was, you know, this quote that we would see all the time across campus about borders frequented by trade, seldom needing soldiers, right? So yeah, um, yeah. hopefully those trade relationships, and there is so much business opportunity um, in Asia and in China in particular, um, can help facilitate, you know, better, better relationships in the realm of policy and really a global global understanding. I do honestly believe that trade um, is a great way to break down a lot of those barriers. I think the more um, people interact, um, the more we realize, you know, the similarities um, and just the overall good we can do with trade. You know, it's a, it, 
ideally it should be a win-win situation. Um, so I do think trade, the more we do business with each other and, um, you know, the better we'll be from, you know, just a personal and also a political perspective. Absolutely. So, you know, being a little bit grounded in this past year, um, as you look fondly upon your time in China, what do you miss the most about living over there? Well, I've lived there a couple of different times, but I think what I miss the most about uh, China, just the pace, the pace. I, I lived there um, in 2003 to five, but also recently from 2014 to 16. And just the pace, the pace of change. It was amazing. Um, you could go on a business trip a couple of weeks to somewhere else and come back to Shanghai and notice it looked a little different. I mean, the rate of change that's going on and has been going on in China for quite some time, um, it, it's really amazing. And I think just that, that dynamic environment is something I really, you know, I, I miss a lot. Interesting. Okay, well, it's gonna be very different next year. So hopefully we'll get back over and, and um, be able to compare soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for speaking with me today, Maureen. Oh, thank you for having me, it was a pleasure. This has been the Global Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, and I hope you're able to join us again next time.